Welcome to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. That's Audrey Garrett and Jeracy Mack. They're two women with voices that just happen to have sons in the NFL. That means you'll hear about football and motherhood, but you'll never know what you're going to hear next. So let's get this conversation started. Here are your hosts, Garrett and Mac. And we welcome you back to another week of Double Down with Garrett and Mac. I'm Jeracy Mack. My co-host, Audrey Garrett, is back hey, with me baby, today. Hey, baby, to be back. I missed you. Good to be back. I know, I'm but, you have, know, for I'm the listening audience, oh, Dracy, you know, it was hard for me to be gone. And you know why? For the listening audience, um, I've said, I've mentioned several times that I had a sick sister and unfortunately she passed away this past Monday and we had her memorial service yesterday on Valentine's Day. She was a woman who believed in love. So we thought it was appropriate to reminisce and have fun with her. Um, by having her services on Valentine's Day. And I tell you to have had COVID, a COVID funeral, this, I had a Zoom set up, Zoom conference and girl, it was full to capacity and people couldn't get in. And so it it was a tremendous outpouring, but it made us, it made me think about reminiscing on childhood stories. And I broke this up to you because we heard (laughs) stories that we hadn't heard and it's amazing how when people pass away, different people show up and how that person was in that season of life with mm-hmm. them is different from even the person you know. And so my mm-hmm. brother said there was a difference between Pam, is what we called her, and Pamela from when she graduated <laughs> college. <laughs> so you and I, we've talked, we decided to talk about some of these old stories that um, not only impacted us and made us who we are, whether they're family stories or, you know, from when we were kids or what your grandma said, but even the stories of our kids and some of the the crap that they got away with, you know, when they were kids that have made them the people they are because they're grown men and women now. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. how was your weekend? What you do for Valentine's Day since you wasn't you because you didn't make it to the Zoom funeral service. I was I'm snowed in. I'm snowed in too, Heffa. Oh, you know, see, you know we can't. I forgot we on the radio. I'm so glad America can hear how you talk to me. That's exact. That's how she talks to me, America. That's how she treats me. And you see, no, she uh, literally, we are, we are literally where I live. There is a steep hill that you must go down to get out of my driveway, and then you got a ways to climb up to get. To, to get up to the street. Uh, there's no way that I can get in or out at all. And Did you have groceries? Did you prepare? Yes, I did. I did prepare okay. uh, as okay. much as I could. I done ate all my cookies up. <laughs> mm, what's better somebody eating your cookie? Oh. Ow. <laughs> Jesus, take the fence. Jesus, take the wheel here. <laughs> So I gotta get used to being on the radio again. I've been gone for two weeks. <laughs> all my all my sweets are gone. Uh, <laughs> I'm, at- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna keep talking about what I was talking about. So okay, it's scramble amazing. some eggs or something, baby. Scramble some eggs. <laughs> It's amazing how it's just like a little kid. You you sitting in your room, you don't have nothing to do, so you're like, "Well, I go get another cookie." Well, this time Girl. I get a I get a snack cake. Well, this time oh, I get it. Then all of a sudden, all your stuff gone. Uh, today <laughs> is Monday. They're not. We're not even expected to get above freezing until Friday. Well, you know, and, I did make it back to Dallas. I'm snowed in too. I mean, it's yeah. it's it's at least eight inches outside, and eight yeah. inches in Texas is a blizzard. You know that might not okay. be anything for Cleveland. This is a straight up blizzard here in, yeah. in for in Texas. I mean, so I was talking to a lady in New York, and she was like, "Well, can you? Can you?" I said, "Babe, you don't understand. We have what we call a disaster, state of emergency down here. When it snows in Texas." We shut everything down. Everything down. And I mean, when it's snowing, you can still see the grass. We shut it down. My grass is covered. I can't even see the lights that light my my drive, the pathway to get to my front door. I can't see those lights. And they generally sit about six to eight inches up. And I can't even see but the top of them. And I'm like, I ain't going nowhere. 
before long, Lord. the governor gonna have to deploy troops down here because we all we're not used to this. It, oh we my can't god! Drive, no, <laughs> honey, driving from the airport last night was treacherous. When I tell you, we were going like thirty to forty maybe, and there was no sand. It was like now Texas, y'all got to do better than this because in Cleveland, the freeways are clear. Now you mm-hmm. you got to get out your neighborhood. You know, but the freeways are clear. So this right here, these shenanigans here, if I was still working, this would be, you know, prime, stay at home, I don't work from home. These, now that we've had virtual learning because of pandemic, the kids may be out of school, but they still got to go to school. (laughs) got to go to school. got to do virtual learning. (sighs) Should I laugh at the children? Should I laugh at the children? That darn COVID just done changed America. Girl. Don't even get a snow day no more. Don't even get a snow day. And the teacher's just as salty as the kids. <laughs> yeah. Man, Why? I'm telling yeah. you. These were snow days. No, go online and let's go. Go on to school. Go oh. on to school. Girl. But one thing that I did hear is that they're going to have rolling blackouts. They got they got them here. Well, you know what? They didn't have to do rolling blackouts. We literally have had some neighborhoods that have been out of power since 2.30 this morning. I have um, a part of a next door kind of it's an app that tells you uh-huh. what's going on in your neighborhood and uh-huh. you've had people talking about look we still ain't got power it's 2 30 i'm like well i had a couple of friends i said well if y'all can trail your way over here i got heat <laughs> yeah i got heat and i got food and ability to cook girl yep. better have because a grill outside right now um i got a big pot of stew cooked i need to put it in my crock pot and keep it on warm so if my electricity go out it'll kind of be warm Boom. For a little bit. Mm, shaka-laka, um, laka-laka. And I made some cornbread. And, and I told you but to get a generator. Firewood. See, I got a generator. So yeah, you did. I told you to get a generator. Now this my, is uh, unusual for Texas. This is, is totally unusual for us. We well, I just thank God we, didn't, we didn't get our lights out. I'm just glad our lights aren't out. Mm-hmm. We thought COVID had everybody in the house. What What, what was that you sent today? Uh, when I COVID said stay in the house and Texas COVID, said no, I mean, yeah, <laughs> COVID said I can't make these folks stay in the house and Texas said hmm, hold my beer, <laughs> I'll, <Yeah>. be, <laughs> I'll be right back. I bet their asses are stay in the house now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we don't have a choice but to say. I mean, come on, single digit temperature. Girl. My mom is about to be seventy years old. She says she don't ever recall ever having single digit. Did you, have you turned on your faucets and make sure that you're still running mm-hmm. your water, you know, mm-hmm. to keep your pipes from freezing? And I, I mean, you know, it's yeah. like doing the little stuff. Girl, it is, you know, I haven't been home on a regular basis in some time. So look, tell your neighbor he cannot talk while you're doing the show. Yes. I just told him to hush. I just told him to the- hush. Hush, bro, <laughs> hush. So, but, um, yeah, to take the precautions. So, um, tell him to take his ass home. <laughs> See that part. I, we are live on TV. Okay, we're I'll not on, on TV. Radio. I mean, seriously, Jeracy. Yeah, he gonna have to take his ass home. Take go, go on home, young man. Go twiddle your fingers somewhere else. Take your get, take your Hennessy and go. But anyway. Um, Back in the day, before all the pollution in the world, one of the things that my mama used to do with with us, have you had snow ice cream before? No. My okay, mama so, wouldn't let us eat the ice. Okay, so we had, I lived in Virginia, and you know, our weather is cleaner than y'all dirty stuff down here. I wouldn't touch nothing coming Watch out of the sky mind. now. No, look, Watch I wouldn't touch mind. nothing coming out of the sky now. I don't care if it's Texas or Virginia. Cause all this pollution, but my, you know, my mother was country as your mother was, you know, I tease you about being country. My mm-hmm. mother was born in Tennessee, right? born in Mississippi, raised in Tennessee. And so um, she would have us make snow cream, which you get a whole big old bowl of snow. You use some pet milk, an egg and sugar, and you blend it all up and just keep it. And girl, it turns into snow cream, put it in the fridge. Best vanilla ice cream ever. I don't ever. think we ever did. I don't recall oh. ever doing that. And see, I can't even, unless we go to Colorado in the mountains where the, the, the snow is fresh, I'll never make it for you. Uh-huh. Because I'm telling you, um, <laughs> I wouldn't tell you, I wouldn't touch nothing coming out of the city. No, hell no. But that was one of the things that, you know, that old school recipe mm-hmm. of, of of getting um mm-hmm. some tasty treats. You know, mm-hmm. this would be a day where my mother would make uh, cornbread. 
and make a big old pan of cornbread. And what we didn't eat at lunch with, um, you know, your stew that you've made, then Mm -hmm. we would have it for breakfast instead of, you know, Kellogg's cornflakes. Some people, we was poor. We had ground cornbread with sugar on it and with some milk and stirred up and we ate cornbread milk. Shut up, girl. Jeracy, we never had that before. No, I've never had that. Oh, Lord, you've now, missed it. Now, I'm country with a K, and I grew up in the <laughs> backwoods of Texas, but we never had cornbread with sugar milk. and milk on it for breakfast. Girl, was better than cornflakes. Girl, Girl and if we, you got, if you got some crispy edges. Malto meal, fool. Malto meal, a cream of wheat. I was trying to say malto oh, meal. A, a if cream you cream don't cream. tell that nigglet to take his ass home. Jeracy. <laughs> Girl, see, Voice of America uh, in the radio audience, y'all. See, Negroes don't know how to act when you when you take him somewhere. Oh, during the break, you need to get up, show his ass the door, and put him out. It's like oh, having a child God, in the background. To, he got I'm about me to really fall out of my chair right here. I'm about to fall out of my chair. Girl, it's grown folks. They said, be quiet. What you put on? See? And he probably got bad children too. Sperm just be bad, produce bad kids. Oh. oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, he vey. Okay. Yes. Oh, my yes. goodness. <laughs> Jeracy, if you bring a fool to a picnic, I'm going to talk about your fool. Come on now. I don't know whether to get up and take off running. <laughs> Nope, you brought him to the picnic and you came in a plaid shirt and some crew socks and some flip flops on. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. You come oh, on now. Jesus feels Lord. No, Jesus, Jesus gonna yeah. be that door. You need to show him to the snow and tell him to go, girl, bye. And you can't even say nothing because he's standing there in your face and he can't hear me talking. <laughs> so you just over there giggling and I get exactly. to talk and run the. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Bring somebody exactly. to the party uninvited you want to and let me have a. Let, yes. I wish y'all could see her face, y'all, because she can't do <laughs> oh, nothing about this conversation. I yes, just, ma'am. I, I just mm-hmm. want to smell through this chair. I'm yes, you right do. <laughs> yes, yes. And over there with his Hennessy swigging it back. Girl, you knew better to invite a nigglet into your house before your show and give him to me. Come on, you know I'm finna, I'm finna have a good time with that girl. Now, oh come goodness. on, what you got to oh say, Come on, speak about it. Speak about it. It's friendly weather days. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, see, she can't say nothing. You know, this ain't gonna be coming. We gonna have a show where we just gonna bull crap today, okay? Because you over here uncomfortable. Because I look, see, look at look, bet just running his mouth. Just don't have no home it's- training. <laughs> Just raggedy. Is that what you is raggedy out here in the country? It yeah, you friendly. you checking that clock. Ain't you checking that clock? Ain't you? <laughs> yes. Yes, the friends come over and ruin your show. And all you could do, we need some video oh. of this right now, y'all. Cause she is so uncomfortable. And I'm looking in the oh. face and I don't care. That yeah, is so I'm, true, y'all. That is so true. That is, <laughs> she got a hand that on her. So true. Oh, a forehead. She don't know what to do because she over here with her neighbor in the house who don't know how to act. Ain't got no home training. And you know how you have neighbors that don't know how to take their asses home when you in the midst of some (laughs) stuff? Take your ass home. You in the you can tell I'm in the middle of some stuff. Yeah, you can't do nothing about it. Yeah. And I hope you listen, go back and listen to the radio show. Can I send him a link? Is he on your Facebook page? No. Neighbor! Neighbor! (laughs) Watch listen to the show today. Girl, have fun no. and have at it. What you got to say, Jeracy? No. Huh? Huh? I just look. See, listen to him. Listen to him. He got no whole trick. No you can throw the little bastard. You done told the bastard. See, look at that. See, he has no home training whatsoever. None. Oh, you wait till you get through this first word. Yes, you better <laughs> put his ass out. Tell him he got to go. Either that or duct tape his ass. I mean, for real, for real. So we don't waste oh my minutes of quality program with your head in your hands, <laughs> and all you can do is giggle and laugh. Yes, right. I don't know. Look, I don't know what to do. It ain't even like he's a booty call. <laughs> he's just a worthless person. <laughs> a friend is over for real. For real, you can't. This ain't even where you can say Audrey. It's 
it's it's, I'm snowed in and I'm getting a little something, something. No, it's you over here with a drinking too. neighbor. A drinking <laughs> neighbor. Oh, yeah, you uncomfortable as hell. Okay, y'all, we've had our fun for the first 15 minutes. We're going to go to break and we'll, we come oh. back. Jeracy will have sent her neighbor's ass home and we will start back with Double Down with Garrett and Matt. Oh, Talk to God. you in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard-educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, you need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania, and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance at success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time voice america is on your favorite smart speaker if you have alexa or google home go ahead and give us a try hey alexa play finding your frequency podcast on TuneIn. you are listening to double down with garrett and mac if you want to make your voice heard call us during the live show at 1-866-472- 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Garrett and Mac at gmail.com. Now back to Double Down. Okay, we are acting a fool today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is not where we were intended to go. Tracy has finally put her neighbor out. Cause he didn't know how to act. Her man is calling her and texting her on the phone, like, who the hell is the neighbor? <laughs> Oh, yes. We getting everybody in trouble today since we snowed yes. in and got... Mm-hmm. First of all, first of all, you put all my business out there. I did I have a Valentine yesterday. I didn't get no gifts. My neighbor over here in my house talking loud. I'm embarrassed. I can't say nothing. I'm snowed in and you just... And everybody know I done fixed stew and cornbread. So I'm just saying, you just <laughs> put all my business out there today. No, no. Don't forget the part, the point that your man is texting you talking about who the hell is the neighbor. Yeah, I love yeah. It. Then my friend, my, my friend that calls me country with a K is like, uh, <laughs> what is going on and who at your house? And I'm like, uh, and y'all supposed to be talking about uh, childhood funny stories. Oh, this was yeah, funny I'm enough like, for all this. I'm like, uh, I'm like, don't pay her no attention. She she tripping. <laughs> no, uh, child, look, this is like when your grandma said, uh, you need to be seen and not heard. He ain't know, his grandmama, he must not have raised him because he didn't know how to be seen and not heard. Bruh, bruh, I wish my children would have. Girl, now, you know, I only have one daughter that, that I gave birth to. I have two daughters, but I only have one I gave birth to. And I, girl, one time Bria tried to join into a conversation with me and my girlfriend. And I said, what you say? And she thought I was asking her to repeat herself. I said, let me tell you something. Okay, right. you know, and mm-hmm. and you know that evolved to what you're not gonna do. Mm-hmm. So I did, girl. You couldn't have been a child growing up with me, and you talked in or interjected in a grown folks conversation. See, look right here. I still got all my teeth, and they mine. So my mama would have knocked my teeth out. Any grown okay. person that I grew up with 
you'd have been looking for your teeth and some dentures because you couldn't mm-hmm. join in a conversation. Your children nowadays would be like, yes, and hi, and, and he's crazy. You know, they'll be adding commentary and stuff. Stop talking to Kendra, say, look at the mic and, and, and have conversation with me or I'm going to start ragging again. Do you want me to go again? Because I talk please. about your man. I, I put it, Ken, I put his business out there. I put your business out Come on now. Finish the story with Bree. Uh-uh. No, her teeth still intact. She was all right. Well, the, the one thing you remember them gold house shoes that was curved at the end, like them I dream a genie shoes. How they said I dream a genie used to have that little curve on her shoes. My grandma had a pair of gold house shoes. Girl, that's that sound like you sound curved. like you're talking about the Wizard of Oz witch shoes. <laughs> gold house shoes. They were the witch shoes because baby, she would take that house shoe off and t- and tear us up with it and I used to always wonder she walk in them she beat us with them and them shoes never fell apart <laughs> girl she probably had a supply under the bed <laughs> now see my my grandparents whooped us with switches and you had to go pick your own switch off the vine and off the mm-hmm. tree and if you didn't if don't bring in a bad switch because but what you didn't want to get is a young switch because them young switches they don't break they mm-hmm. nice and tender, but they don't break. But Lord, they leave a whip. And I mm-hmm. knew when I became a mother, one of the things, okay, so I don't know about y'all because I was, you know, I wasn't raised technically in the country, but I was raised by country parents. We got work with <laughs> switches, a race car track, extension cords, girls, house, house shoes, whatever it was handy. The belt, army belt, because my daddy was in the army, army belt, baby. If my, my these children nowadays ain't they don't they ain't been whooped enough. I didn't whoop my kids with stuff like that. I I got you. I had Mr. Spoon. Mr. Spoon brought life to your 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 existence because I would whoop the hell out your hand with a spoon. But some of the stuff that we got whooped with as kids, I mean, when I say we, not just my siblings, but all the neighborhood kids, and you could tell you was getting your butt whooped because you could hear people screaming because the, the uh-huh. windows ain't that ain't that soundproof, and you could hear what somebody messed up in school or whatever. They was getting hammered. Hammer. Let me tell you something. Like you said, all the neighborhood kids. When we were kids, the whole neighborhood could whoop you. Yes. And, oh yes. And yes. it didn't. It didn't matter if you showed out three houses down. You gonna get a whooping. All three houses. Three houses. You, you better hope somebody ain't home. And then when you get home, <laughs> when when you when you get home, you was finna get another one because you was out there showing out outside this house. <laughs> And if you had two parents and your mama said, now wait till your daddy get home. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, now wait till your daddy get home. Ex- yeah, exactly. And 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 the thing of it is, is, is they beat you to death and say, now shut up. Well, I can't <laughs> stop you. Oh, I, wait a minute. Oh, I'll give you something to cry about. I, now, I yeah, told my kids you know, that. Girl. You already did it. What am I supposed you better, to do? You said, no. <laughs> wait a minute. And, and I, I had asthma. Wait a minute, I had asthma, so I couldn't catch my breath. So I'd be able to smile. <laughs> <laughs> like, and, and your parents be able to smile. Hush your mouth. And, girl, uh-huh. and, clap, and when I see somebody clown their parents in public nowadays, Ooh. I tell my, I used to tell, I'm just trying to tell you this. I would show an example to the kids. I'd be like, I'm just trying to save your life. Don't you ever, ever. try that crap mm-hmm. with me. Cause mm-hmm. that would get you, girl. Please, they'll be able to talk about, man. Why come little Johnny hasn't showed up in school? What little Johnny? <laughs> I take, I, t- I take your life. I, I will snatch your whole soul. Cause I kept him at home with me today. Why? There you the, go. Um, uh, my belt for the boys was Course Mac. That's what you named it, or he whooped that? No, wanna... that's I didn't. I didn't whoop my kids. I've never whooped Seriously? my kids, my nieces, my nephews because oh, I got beat right. so much as a child. <laughs> <laughs> I was bad. I got whooped every day until my daddy died. Praise the Lord. Not that he was dead, but I got whooped every day. And and sometimes you know it was so funny because my sister was my dad's favorite, and I can say that with mm-hmm. with all it, it was what it was, and um ironically she could never get in trouble by herself so if chris and i were home and pam did some shenanigans we all three got whooped but Mm if i did something and chris did something only the individual got whooped pam could get whooped by herself baby (laughs) when i tell you oh she would tell on us oh she was a tattletale and she would tell Mm -hmm. on us oh my goodness and oh and if we didn't if she didn't get her way 
She mm-hmm. girl, some and some of the stories, Lord, when people get ready to die, they tell their business. <laughs> and I don't know if they know they're revealing their business. So all this time we had we had two best girlfriends named Londi and Lisa. And mm-hmm. Londi and Le- Londi is the same age as Pamela and Lisa is the same age as just me. We mm-hmm. for years, 50 years at least. Okay, so I'm, I just turned 56. So at least 40 years when we start being able to go out, you know, mm-hmm. and do stuff. And, you know, you, you get you get 15, 16, get to high school mm-hmm. and stuff. All these years, we thought that Londi and Pam were out together because my Pam would tell my mother, I'm going out with Londi. Mm-hmm. Londi filled us in while we was the four of us were sitting in Atlanta. How Londi was like, I wasn't with her. I was like, what? <laughs> And Pam looked over and kind of smiled <laughs> because <laughs> all these years she had allowed us to think that Landy was her partner in crime. Oh when in actuality, Landy was her alibi. Oh she, was out, she was out there doing the business. <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Girl, she told or her, she told us some stories. Girl, it was like, girl, my it was like my eyebrows flew back. I, she confessed <laughs> to some stuff. It's like my, it, it was funny. It was girl. When you think, when you think of your me and my sister were like were laughing uh, with each other at Christmas. Uh, she started when my sister started laughing. You, I mean, you can't get her to stop. It's just hard to get her to stop. And so we were sitting there and it was Christmas time and you know how they have Charlie Brown Christmas and Santa Claus is coming to town and all this stuff. Well, when we were growing up, we didn't go to daycare. We didn't have daycare. We stayed, our gr- grandma kept us. Yeah, yeah. And and so, I mean, we learned our ABCs and how to write our name, but that was about it. We never sung Christmas songs or, or anything like that. And so here I am in kindergarten, girl. And we start singing Santa Claus is coming to town. And we start, he, they start talking about he knows when you are asleep. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. I shut the whole music class that I was crying so hard. Cause see, I know he doesn't see me being bad. And Cause I your cried, bad I, ass, <laughs> your bad mischievous high points. I was like, why did somebody tell me he was looking at me all this time? I didn't know that. Now, <laughs> did you tell did you tell your boys that there was a Santa Claus and play all that that, that crap? Uh, we did. Santa Claus well, I did. We did. We did. We we did. Um, until they were probably, I said, until Keelan was probably five. And then it was like, Mac was just like, just sit it out there. They'll figure out which one's theirs. <laughs> I never I never put Santa Claus on none of my, I worked too hard for that crap. I never wrote Santa Claus brought you crap. This was for mommy, daddy. This, And, you know, but I always bought them, even though they weren't old enough to buy the gifts, I would always take mm-hmm. them to the store and they had to buy gifts. Like Sean would buy one for Bri and Miles. Bri and Miles mm-hmm. would buy one for Sean. So they had to, oh, here's my gift for you. So mm-hmm. there, it was, you know, so whatever they was thinking about was some Santa Clauses. And, and the funny thing is, is uh, recently a cousin of mine sent us a picture. How about this? I'd never seen it of us, me, Pamela and Chris, when we were kids sitting on a Santa's lap. So I don't remember taking it. I couldn't have wow. been over two, three years old. And I, I didn't do the Santa Claus pictures. Any pictures my kids may have Santa Claus. Trust me, either their daddies did it or a grandmother did it. Um, grand, because Audrey wasn't taking no kids to see Santa. I, I worked we too did. hard to give Santa no credit. We did Santa Claus pictures, but the first time I took Dale and Mac, he gave Santa hell. Do you hear me? Oh, hell, his big ass want to sit on his lap. <laughs> Santa was over there talking about what you feeding this boy. Shoot. And the thing of it is, is that Dalen, when he was, t- Dalen was 10 months old around Christmas and Santa was like, what are you two, three? And Dalen was screaming so loud. I said, sir, he 10 months old. And the man looked at me. He said, 10 months. I said, yeah. <laughs> 10 okay. So how, how, what, how much did he weigh when he was born? He was just seven one. Dang. And he was 21 and a half inches long. Now, now that's Keelan, long though. That's long. Keelan was eight six and he was 17 and a half inches long. Oh, he was so chunky. Like the, 
it was like the gates of hell had swallowed me up and sucked me in trying to push him out. I was just like, just leave him in there. I don't care. And he Girl. had such a head full of hair. And uh, uh, of course, Matt kept saying, Tracy, hurry up and get him out. All this hair. They told us it's a boy. This better not be a girl. I said, did he say hurry up? Did he say? I said, did he say hurry up? I, and I had been in labor for basically the whole weekend. And they kept sending me home. And I told them I wasn't ever coming back to the hospital again. I had my home before I came back. <laughs> Girl, you know what? When I gave birth to Bria, Bria was the only baby that hurt me. And I, I, I tell people all the time that bigger babies to me were easier. Sean was 10 pounds and Miles was 11. And Bria was this, I, I call her peanut because when she was born, she was my smallest baby. She was covered up a little peanut. So I've always called her peanut. And so... Mm-hmm. I went to the hospital and mind you, Sean was, I pushed twice on the labor table, twice on the delivery table. Boom. I had a baby. So seven years later, I'm pregnant with Bria and Jesus be the fence. I had, I had labor pains. And when they came, they came and they were like two and a half, you know, minutes apart. And I was like, Lord, just let us get to the hospital. I get there. They checked me and they said, Oh, you're only two, three, go back home. And um, I said, ma'am, if I go back home, I'm not going to make it back. I've had a baby before. I know what I'm giving you to have. And mm-hmm. she said to me, well, I mean, she was rude. I mean, it was a busy time, but you know what, ma'am, I understand it's busy, but this is your job. You get paid for this. You better be a little kinder. And she, girl, she kind of, well, you could walk around the hospital and, and walk and see if it gets any better. Girl, I walked for about 30 minutes. And every time I would bend over, I'd have that contraction. And I said, rub my back, rub my back. And don't you touch me. <laughs> you know, you know, I was like, rub my back, rub my back. And he rub my back. You, get, get your hands off me. My mother-in-law was sitting there like, gee, Lord, have mercy. Who is mm-hmm. this? And Lawrence was scared to touch, not touch. He didn't know what to do. He was just like, let me just walk it. with her. Just walk with her. Girl, I said, mm-hmm. after about 30, she told me to walk for two hours. 30 minutes later, it, um, um, it was probably a max of 30 minutes later. I came back and said, I think you need to check me. I had dilated to an eight. She said, have you been pushing? Well, we're not going to have time to do an epidural. Girl, before I thought about it, I had reached up and grabbed her by her collar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I pulled her to me. I said, if I can't get my epidural, I'm going to beat your ass when I get off this table. <laughs> Girl, I turned into a raving lunatic. Bria hurt me. Uh, and wait, Girl, by the time I delivered, I didn't care. It was a teaching hospital here locally. And I actually didn't care who they, they could have dropped a, a, a platoon of soldiers through there looking through my cooch. Uh-huh. I did not care. Can this <laughs> baby get out of here now? I just need this baby I out. I, I don't. And so by the time I had Miles, you know, a couple, he didn't even hurt either. It was just like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. I had a baby. Girl, Bria, it, that, that's why I love her to death. Because she girl. gave me, she gave me the hell I needed. To, for those who don't know what motherhood is like and mm. childbirth is like, she gave me my card. I'm a card carrying. And you know, my 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 story for them is when they don't give me my way, I say, oh, you know, my stuff still hurts. Uh-huh. <laughs> you have big babies. That's my go-to. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I, I deserve this because my stuff still hurts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just thinking about it. I'm over here like, you know, it's like a dude getting kicked in the balls. I just tighten up just thinking about it. Just, oh, don't want to do that yeah. anymore. Dalen wasn't hard, but we came home that night from the hospital and Mac and I were watching in the heat of the night and it went off. As soon as it went off at 11, Dalen sat up. I mean, that head sprung up. And the next day I told mama, I said, he was up all night. I said, he kept us up all night. I said, he didn't go to sleep till about 630 this morning. My mama looked at me. She said, he was crying like that. I said, no, he never did cry. She said, what was the hell you watching him for? Did you think he was going to get out and go outside and start playing? Go to sleep. He'll let Girl. you know when he needs you. Uh-uh. And I looked at Mac and I thought, well, she got a point. I, I, so y'all just we watching were, the baby, looking at the baby, looking staring. at y'all. Sitting there staring at Dalen. What he gonna What he gonna do now? What he is he? Okay. You know what he gonna do? 
He kicked, oh, Mac, look, he kicked his leg. Oh, he raised his hand. You know, we just staring at him. Mom, so you better go to sleep. Girl, and they sent these people, send these doctors, send these babies home with people. It's like, do you have a manual? And I need one with pictures. (laughs) You you just send the babies home with these people raw. Your first baby should come with a manual. I don't mean Dr. Spock's book. I mean, girl, let me, you know, okay, so as a new mother, I had Sean when I was 21. Didn't, had never had any experience taking care of a baby. I have a younger brother, but I was jealous. So I did not want a younger brother. So I changed the diaper like twice. And one of them was a doo-doo diaper. I damn near passed out. You know, I was like (laughs) eight years old. And I was like, I cannot, mommy, I cannot. And when I come back, when we come back from the break, I'm going to tell you the stupidity of sending a baby home with a 21-year-old child because I was a child myself. So we come back from the break. We're going to share some some childhood memories of stupid new mother stories. We'll see you in a minute. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hello, I am Jose Sanchez with Jose Sanchez Law Firm. As an aggressive Harvard-educated lawyer for almost 20 years, I have fought for the rights, freedoms, and voices for the people all around the world. Whether it's winning millions of dollars for the injured people or getting not guilty verdicts in the courtroom, I am a success. During the times of hardship, You need an advocate that will fight for your rights and is not scared of the courtroom. Visit my website at attorneysanchez.com and let me be your voice. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all of our show archives on demand, all from your iOS, Amazon Kindle, or Android device. Download it from the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. If you want to make your voice heard, call us during the live show at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Mac at gmail.com. Now, back to Double Down. Now, Jeracy, when we left, we were talking about uh, stories of of our infants and sending children home, these new babies with new mothers, Uh young mothers. And my mother was in a wheelchair, as I've told you before. Uh, She had MS. And so here I go having this baby. Uh, You know, I, I come from Texas and I'm bringing this new baby home. He was all of six weeks old. And I, you know, I knew how to change his diaper and everything by then. You know, I figured I had to feed him. For those mothers that breastfed, God bless your ministry. I will never put another nipple in a child's mouth in this life. I did it one time and I was cured. Um, And not even breastfed. I put it in literally one time. And once I got that joker detached, it was not going in again. But anyway, my weird butt, Sean was so precious to me. And every, I'm surprised I didn't save a bottle of shit. I mean, I literally, <laughs> I just, everything he did was like the best thing ever. Exactly. But I could not stand, you know how babies yawn and they, uh, they breathe out. I didn't uh-huh. want my baby's precious air escaping to the world. So I, every time it was like, I was getting high. I would sit there and suck his air in when he would yawn. What? My mother said, that's what she was like, Audrey, what are you doing? 
I said, his ear is so precious. Girl, my mother threw something at me. <laughs> if you don't stop this, I think she threw like a pillow at me. If you don't stop with this foolishness, I said, Mommy, his ear is too precious to be out here in the world. And I just oh. <laughs> and I would, it would, girl, you know how people do a contact high? I, I've, I've never smoked joints uh-huh. or anything, but you know how they suck in the, the uh-huh. smoke in the air, I guess? I was uh-huh. I was getting high on his little breath coming out when he yawned. Girl, when you send oh, children home with, look, children having children, they come up with some foolishness. That's all. I know. And, and I'm telling Mac and I, we were 25 when we had Dalen. But I remember, I guess about four o'clock that morning, he looked at me. He said, I don't know if we're going to be able to handle this. I said, I don't think we're going to be able to handle at this. At 25? Seriously? We didn't have, we wow. had, we had our first, yeah, we had Dalen at 25 and Keelan at 29. And okay, I so is saying, it, is it Dalen coming up on 24-ish now? Next week. Next week. Okay. So imagine this. Can you imagine Dalen having a baby right now? Oh my God. My glamour baby. No. My no, 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 no. I'm talking about day I'm not talking about you being a grandmother. I'm talking about Dalen actually having a baby that he's responsible for, like you and Mac were responsible for him. I couldn't imagine Bria Girl, having a baby right now. Myself. Girl. Sean, <laughs> look, Sean, well, you know, I'm a grandmother, so I, I Sean is actually a really, really good dad. I couldn't imagine Miles or Bria at this point. Now, Bria would end up functioning well because she's just me. She would adjust. Miles would leave that baby at home and forget it existed. <laughs> my girl. But, you know, he's good with his dog. So, I, you know, maybe that's not true. But I just can't imagine my kids at this age, the age I was having kids, them being responsible for kids right now. I can't I can't see the responsibility with Dalen, I can't, you know, Dalen has, we, I, I have a deceased grandbaby um, that passed mm-hmm. yeah. uh, when Dalen was 16. Yeah. And I think about him a lot of times in Dalen and I'm like, what would that be like? Girl. And I'm like, and girl, Dalen was so bad. <laughs> that sucker was, when I tell you he was bad. And I think about how bad would Braylon have? Braylon would have been just horrible. No, because you'd have spoiled him. He'd have been more yours. You'd have spoiled him. And that's why he would have been horrible. Like you trying to capture Sean's breath. I mean, me and Max, (laughs) just think about, just think about he laying there and me and Max staring at each other. And then we look down at him. And then when he did cry, it was like, oh, what do we do? Okay, let me get a bottle. Let me run and get a bottle. No, hold one of the jokers being, you stuck a bottle in it. You kept a bottle in his mouth. <laughs> I was like, hold it, Mac. Let me go warm a bottle up. So, you know, I jump up and run and get a bottle. And by the, I come back, Mac sitting up on the side of the bed holding it. And okay, so Mama you didn't breastfeed like, either? No. Okay. No. I, no. I, 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 like, I ain't mad. And I keep just thinking about that. And I, I laugh at that so much because she was like, why were you watching him? I was like, because he was awake, mama. And she said, well, hell, was he going to get down, open the front door, go outside and play, and you couldn't find him? What did you but think you, he was going to But do? you know what? You don't know any better when you take these baby babies home. When I took Sean home, Sean was 10-pound baby, so... I, he was a baby that slept all night for the time we brought him home from the hospital. And so I would wake him up at three o'clock in the morning because I always heard the babies needed three o'clock feeding. And I'm waking him up, warming up the bottle, giving him a bottle and feed him. So your two-week checkup comes and I take the baby and I said, well, doctor, you know, I'm having to wake him up to give him his two o'clock feeding. The doctor looked at me. He said, what? I said, yeah, he generally will sleep all night, but I, you know, I don't want to be hungry in the middle of the night. He said, ma'am, ma'am. He said, if the baby's going to sleep... <laughs> <laughs> let the baby sleep. And that mm-hmm. that did not co- become really real to me until um prior to us going to the two the two week checkup, I would I made the mistake. He had started to get used to get that that two o'clock feeding. And I'm he started to cry. So I got up and I was putting the milk in the microwave and he was you know, at that point, starting to cry. So that's when I stuck this little nipple in his mouth mm-hmm. that was attached to me. And that joker latched on and he went. (laughs) Girl, it felt like 30 seconds. And I started hollering, help, help, help. Trying to get this baby up off me. And so his dad comes running in and I'm like, I got to get him off. I got to get him off. Because I had, girl, let me tell you. I stuck my finger between his his lips and my mm-hmm. breast, and when I got joke got off me, I ain't, ain't 
ever been tempted to do that again. <laughs> so, and I, and at that point, once the doctor told me not to wake him up at the, oh, fine. He slept all night. Mm-hmm. He slept all night from then on. Bria was that child that didn't want to miss anything. If your eyes was open, her eyes was open. So wow. you, if you was, if you was breathing and functioning, she looking at you breathing, functioning. So she watching you watch her. Is that, uh-uh. mm-hmm. And, and Miles was that baby who who stayed asleep. He didn't care either. He he was like, I'm I'm sleeping over here. I, do you? Dalen never cried, but Keelan was that baby who could light up a room in two seconds. Did he have colic? And Keelan was born with uh, mild cerebral palsy and club feet. Okay, okay. And he had a lot of breathing problems and issues. Mm-hmm. And so until he turned three, we were in the hospital with him. At least one week out of every month until we turn. So, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. So, for the listening audience, you said he had mild cerebral palsy. It doesn't go away, but he's an outstanding athlete and he is a college graduate. Yes. So, how did that? How did that work itself out? Being a to be a baseball player. I know he played a little football too. How did Mm -hmm. How did he grow out of it? I mean, how mild is it? You know that kind of thing. He did. didn't learn how to walk until he was two, and um. And he he learned how to walk when he was two. He had the shaking and the different things like you have with cerebral palsy, and and he couldn't. He his legs won't bend. You wouldn't think it the way he stretch out, and he will go down in the splits and come straight up on first base catching the ball. But one thing that Mac and I decided that we would do, and I, it's, it's course Mac, their daddy, I call him Mac. Uh, one thing that we decided that we would do was we would not baby him. We would, okay. he would have to try just as hard as everybody else. And okay. so, um, like, my mom would come to the house and, and she would leave because she would want to chuck me to the ground because I would make him feed his own self. Well, by the time right. his food got to his mouth, it would be off his spoon because he was shaking. But I would let, mm-hmm. I would still make him sit there and figure out how to do it. We, I made sure he was always in speech therapy, physical therapy, occupational therapy. I always made sure he got his therapy. We worked with him outside of his therapy in different areas. And when it came, Dalen has was playing baseball. And so we just stuck a glove on him and start throwing the ball. And one of Dalen's coaches, he would go to practice and Sean Hopkins is one of Dalen's was one of Dalen's coaches and he taught Keelan how to slide. And hmm. so um, he taught Keelan how to slide. They started teaching Keelan how to catch the ball, how to bat. I would get in the yard and I would tell him, you either put that glove up or this ball is coming straight into your face. And I would throw it straight Damn. at his face. And he would throw ah! it. And he, he, mom, mama had to break him. And the world wasn't going to treat him no different, so I couldn't either. And so um, one of the things was the courtesy writing in school. They said that he didn't have to learn it because of the position of his hand. I said he would learn it because of the position of life. So I, he had a special seat that he sat in because he couldn't do crisscross applesauce. His legs wouldn't bend that way. And so he had a special oh. seat that he would he would sit in at school. So um, his his second grade teacher or his kindergarten teacher, Miss Bussy, which was my kindergarten teacher, which is also Dalen's kindergarten teacher. Oh, it's funny, funny because she talks about how the little kid that had the special chair and look at him now. And so when I took Keelan to school for kindergarten, that was a really, really hard day because I knew that he couldn't open up his milk. I knew that he wouldn't be able to do a lot of things and I didn't want to leave him. And so I kept standing there and Matt kept saying, let's go. And I kept saying, rush me. I'm coming in a minute. <laughs> he's like, he's like, Tracy, no. And he started opening his milk. So I went to go help him. He said, no, let's go. And I was like, but just let me help him. No. So he was like, come on. He grabbed oh, my hand. I said, I said, you quit pulling on me, Mac. I got to make sure he okay. But oh, he had a friend Lord. that he went to daycare with. Her name is Hannah Ellis. I have no idea where she's at these days. But Hannah Ellis was his little mama. And she was in kindergarten with him. And she taught him how to, at first, she would open his milk and put his straw in it. And I didn't notice until years later when we Of were course, some of the best day. study, some of the best stories yes. come out your kids and years later. 
And he would say, you mommy, you know, Hannah was my little mama. She would always open my milk. And one day she said, Keelan, I don't have time to open your milk and my milk too and eat lunch and go to the playground. So she taught him how to do his own stuff. She's somebody's wife right now. (laughs) She she is. She's she's a good wife and probably an awesome mother somewhere. Somewhere right now. So well, that is that's amazing. Tell me, what is the one thing you remember about yourself that was the most embarrassing when you got older and learned the truth? Um, okay, so it wasn't embarrassing, but I could, I could tell you this. I was a girl who read romance novels. Mm-hmm. Girl. And I read voraciously anyway, but I read, I had a thing for Harlequin romance novels. And I thought love was going to be so different love and relationships and marriage and how the man is going to find you and all your problems will be over. <laughs> my, and all, my. And wait a minute, and wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And half the time that when you're married, you're in your mind is saying this mother, he, <laughs> <laughs> and the other times you are happily married. So it was, that was, that was probably the most, crazy thing that ever that that was from a child i really had a harlequin romance desire for a relationship and then when i became an adult and you know became involved with the opposite mm-hmm. sex yeah it was enlightening that books lie my yeah <laughs> they do my one thing is i remember being in the seventh grade and my family always brings this up and I had never, ever heard my papa laugh out loud. He laughed so hard. We ain't got but two minutes to race to tell the story fast. Come on. I, I know. I know. But I remember we were outside and a guy said, are you a virgin? And I was like, duh, no, I'm a cancer. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I take it to so granddaddy. <laughs> wow. So I was... I was I, we're just having a conversation. And I told my grandma that. And grandma was like, oh, baby. And my papa was killing himself laughing. And mm-hmm. my sister and I was couldn't understand why that was so funny to everybody. And I remember my grandma said, just to be certain, you you are just the cancer, right? And I was like, <laughs> yes, ma'am. That's how I, that's, yes, ma'am. So then when I learned the quit, when I learned what he really asked me, I was so shamed. I was like, oh my God. You know, and Wait a minute, now, now do, you, do you remember the dude? Do you remember the dude and the dude's name? I do not. I do not. And I hope he ain't listening to this and he remember asking me and me answering. Okay. I'm going to tell you something real quick. So uh, there was a young man who lived down the street off of, um, I think, Campbell Lane in my neighborhood. His name was Miles. And I cannot find, I cannot remember Miles' last name to save my life. But I made fun of him and said, who the hell would name their child Miles? (laughs) And on that note, voice, (laughs) that is the end. Miles Garrett, that is the end. Another episode of Double Down with Garrett and Matt. And the stupid things that we have done in our childhood. Just just taking a moment to reminisce because of life happens and life happens quickly. And don't let the opportunity to pass by to make up with somebody, to forgive people. Forgiveness is about you. It's not about them. And just take a time to love on each other. Pan- this pandemic and any other death that you may experience in this time, you know, life is short. And you need to let go of some things. And so next week, we're going to come back. And we may not be as giddy. We're going to talk about some other things. It's silly sales. We'll see you later. Bye, Jeracy. Bye. Because I... You've been listening to Double Down with Garrett and Mac. Be sure to join Audrey Garrett and Jeracy Mack again next Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next week.